Hi guys! Welcome back to your With More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovering, or just want some encouragement. This week, I am going to be sharing what it has been like for me to finally fully surrender and stop being the victim. It's Madison from You Are Worth More Than a Number. I just want to pop on real quick and tell you about today's sponsor for this episode. Okay, let me start by saying I am not recovered yet, but I have been making some distinct and good changes in my life that I never thought I just couldn't imagine making them this soon. And they happened fast too. I don't know what what changed, what flipped in my mind, what switch went off, what whatever you want to call it. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden one day I decided I wasn't going to give in to Ed and his stupid lies anymore and I was going to actually start taking care of my body. And let me tell you, it has been the best two weeks of my life so far. Yes, I've had some ups and downs. Yes, I've had some hard times. But overall... I have felt so good in my body most of the time because I'm feeling myself. And yes, there's still times when I wake up or I get to a certain time of the day where I have to eat something and it's like, oh, I'll skip it today. And there's a brief moment where I'm like, yeah, I actually might. But then I, it's what I do with that. And that happened yesterday, actually. I, My family was going out to dinner and I was really nervous because I hadn't been out in a while and it was Mexican food and I was really, really scared because it's a big fear food, and Ed was like, oh, just skip it today, who cares, and I literally almost skipped my snack, like, I was about to do it, and I was like, you know what, no, because if I skip it, that's giving into him, and that's making him stronger, and we don't want to make him stronger, we're just finally getting a good headway over him, and making him weaker, and we need to keep making him weaker, so that I can win, and I can recover, um, so, basically, when I talk about fully surrendering, basically what I talk about is I talk about choosing. There's three main ways that I have um, why and what I've used to ch- start recovering. So, the first one is that I choose or I try to choose recovery each day. And it used to be something I would pray about every night and every morning when I woke up, but I never really would do it. Like, I'd be like, God, please help me choose recovery today and help me feel good about myself and and rest my prayer and then I'd say amen. But when it actually came down to choosing recovery, I never actually did it. And I don't know why exactly but it was honestly probably because the disorder was still stronger than me but I haven't been doing that recently there are still times that I really struggle like I said but overall I haven't been doing what he's told me to do for the past two weeks and it feels really good um, but you have to choose recovery each day. And like I saw this on Instagram by the account Ed Recovery Blog. And basically they say nobody chooses to have an eating disorder. And with that being said, you can't choose, just choose to be over it. 
you have to choose recovery each and every day. And that is so true. I read that and I was like, holy crap, that is so true. Because you cannot just choose to be over your disorder. You can't just choose to be done. You can't just wake up one day and be like, okay, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have an eating disorder anymore. I'm just going to eat. That's not how it works. It's a mental disorder. And that's why the stigma of people just saying, just eat is so wrong and so bad because it's not, for a lot of people, it's not about weight restoring. It's not about gaining weight. My, one of my, um, YouTube friends and Instagram, social media friends, Macy Eleni, who I had on the podcast a little while ago, talks a lot about how she hates the eating disorder stigma that just shows thin, upper-middle-class white women with eating disorders. She hates that because she's like, yes, the majority of people with eating disorders are probably white, thin women that are anorexic that need to gain a bunch of weight. But that's not always what it is. A lot of times, it could be someone that doesn't need to gain weight. Just someone needs to work on... how. It's There's so many different relationships with food that are bad and disordered. It's not just about what I'm going through gaining weight. And that's why the whole just eat is not the answer and not a good response. And people don't get that because when people think eating disorder, our society makes it seem like it's just thin white people that have anorexia. But there's so many other ones. There's bulimia. There's um, orthorexia. Like there's so many other ones that don't necessarily have to do with people losing too much weight that they have to weight restore. Sometimes people's weight aren't the problem. It's people's relationship. They eat waste. They they binge or they um, they don't eat enough, but they, they restrict, but they're not underweight. And it's just like, it's not just about the, it's not about the weight all the time. It's about the relationship with you have with the food. And that's why, that's not a good answer. And that's why you have to choose recovery every day because you can't just wake up and go, I'm done. Because it's a mental thing. It's about creating patterns and new ways of living that help you to change how you want to live and how you change your life. Because you can't just choose. It's like, yeah, you can't just choose. You have to choose recovery every day. You have to challenge it every day. It can't get stronger. And that's been something that's been really weighing on me. That like when I have an urge to stop, to not eat a snack or to not eat as much for breakfast or lunch or something, I just think to myself and I go, no, I have to challenge this. Because if, Madison, if you don't challenge this, you're just giving it more power and you're not going to recover because you keep letting it win. If you do really well for consecutive days in a row and challenge, 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 and then you give in after you do a big challenge, that's not really challenging it. Yeah, it's challenging it, but you're still giving in to the disorder. That's why you have to choose recovery every day. And another thing that I have used, um, that's like my biggest thing of what I've used to finally fully surrender is to use that mindset and choose recovery each day. Take the small wins and embrace those. And I've really honestly been, um, I've 
detoxed my Instagram again, honestly, and started following people that actually make me feel good about myself. And one of the places, two of the accounts that I just started following is Jennifer Rollin, who is an eating disorder recoverer, recovered warrior, and she's a therapist for eating disorders, and Ed Recovery Blog. They are the two accounts I just recently followed, and I have a plethora of saved posts in my saved on my Instagram because they just speak to me. And they just give me a new light. And instead of going, yes, there's still people out there that you go on Instagram, you can't help it, you're going to feel bad sometimes. But for the most part, my Instagram isn't like that anymore. I try to control it as much as I can. And it feels really good when I go on Instagram and I'm kind of in a bad mood and I see something like how to fight cravings, eat breakfast, eat lunch, eat dinner, eat snacks throughout the day. I see that and I'm like, wow, that is so true. How to fight cravings? Eat. Don't just trick your cravings into thinking you want something else. That just really, really spoke to me. And like... I just, I don't know, I just really am trying to live in that mindset and think about how I want to live instead of how I want to not live. I'm done living the way I've been living. And that's kind of what I've been telling myself because by telling myself that, it changes my mindset and view on things. And it honestly really helps. Honestly, really helps. And I will say right now, what it feels like to fully slander is it feels pretty good. Uh, there's still times, like I said, that I struggle really hard, but. I feel good inside because I've been fully surrendering, because I've been not giving in to the disorder, and it feels amazing because I'm choosing to recover each day and not choosing to recover half the day or part of the day. I'm choosing to recover all day, not just one meal, not just one snack, not just a couple meals, all day. And the thing is, is my goal is to be weight restored when I go back to college in August. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I work hard and actually start taking care of myself this summer. And that is my goal these next three months. And I kind of want, I wanted to share this post by Jennifer Rollin that was like reasons to recover. And it says, she captions it, there's so many more, but these are just a few reasons that you should recover. And I'll read them to you guys. The freedom. To be able to look forward to brunch with friends without worrying about the food. Or to have food decisions be easy and no rules around food and movement. Like if I eat this, I have to go run. If I eat this, I have to go do jumping jacks. No. The freedom. Two. The brain space. To have the space to think about pursuing your passions, hobbies, and things that actually matter to you and not about what you're going to eat next or what you ate last. The connections is number three. To enhance or build new relationships and to be fully present in the moment. That's something I've been trying to work on 
is this year is to be fully present in the moment. And it's true. When you're thinking about food and what you've ate and how many calories you've eaten and all that jazz, you can't be fully present in the moment. It just doesn't work like that. And four, the future you want to create, whatever that looks for you. Reason to recover your future. It's as simple as that. I want, I, these are my reasons. I want, if I think about my future, I want to have kids. I want to be married. I want to build a successful career as a wedding planner, whether that's for Disney, New York, wherever I go. And I'm not, I will not be able to do any of those things if I keep living into this disorder. Because eventually, if you keep living in this disorder, it's going to eventually kill you. Because you're not nourishing your body how it's supposed to. Not to mention, if I'm not nourishing my body um, enough, I'm not going to be able to carry children in my body. Because my body won't be healthy enough. And no guy's going to want me if I look, like a, I look ill, like I should be in the hospital. I hate to break it to you girls, but that's something I've had to accept over the years is that, and then my mom endlessly told me, that no guy is going to want to be with you if when they hug you, all they feel is bones, or if when they hug you, they feel like they're going to break you, or if you look like ill and too thin. That's not attractive. That's not attractive. And that's something that I have had to remind myself over the years that Your body size when you're is not an accomplishment. It doesn't say who it doesn't indicate who you are as a person. It doesn't say if your your body size isn't doesn't determine your health status or what people truly care about you or value for. And it definitely does not tell people if you're struggling with an eating disorder. Like I said before, Not all people are thin and underweight that have eating disorders. There's so many other people that struggle with it. And so those are just a couple things that I've had to remind myself and do over these past two weeks. And I'm going to continue doing it as this third week starts to try and to actually choose recovery every each and every day so that I can get better. Because that's what it's about, choosing recovery each and every day to end the end, win. And it feels good. It feels good. Like I almost get an adrenaline rush from doing it. And I've actually started filming more YouTube videos on my channel about recovery to challenge myself in ways that I wouldn't just do. And I don't know why filming it challenges me more, but it really does. Eventually, I'll get to the point where I don't have to film it to challenge myself. But right now, that's where I am. And it honestly, it gets me to do it. So that's all that matters. So if you want to follow me more on that journey, I'll make sure that's linked down below. So you guys can watch those videos if you want. But just to wrap this up, whatever you're struggling with, whether it's anxiety, depression, eating disorder, addiction, Whatever it is, take a second right now, today, and ask yourself, what is this doing for me? Is this doing anything for me? What do I want my life to be? What do I want my future 
What do I want in the future? And then ask yourself, why am I doing this to myself? And then get up and go get help. And I know it's easier said than done, but I promise you the best thing for you to do after you reflect on what your life is like is to go get help. Because I, you can't do this alone. You cannot do this alone. We all have to get up out of our addictions and disorders and all that and choose to recover, choose to get better and get the help each and every day. Because that is how you will fully start to live your life. Friends, thank you so much for listening again this week. Fully surrendering and choosing recovery each and every day is not easy. But once you're done and get to experience life again, it's a whole different ballgame. Recovery isn't supposed to be easy, but it also isn't supposed to be meant. It isn't meant to last forever. And I've already been experiencing some little bits and pieces of recovery as I've chosen to recover and fully surrender each day. Friends, before you go, please subscribe if you haven't already. I put out a new episode every Wednesday morning, and I'd love for you guys to subscribe so you don't miss one. And if you haven't, or if you, I'd be really appreciative if you would leave me a review or rating or both because I love to read them and they're free. They help me, and they also help me to know exactly what you guys like and don't like about my podcast. They also help iTunes know who to rate, um, recommend my podcast to. Anyway, friends, I love you so much, and I can't express and thank you enough for all the love and support you guys give me doing this every week has gotten easier and easier as the months go on, and I seriously couldn't even express or believe that when I started this in October, where I am in my recovery now, it's crazy. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you very soon.